I've been in the energy of new beginnings. It's January. I just did a manifesting masterclass and thinking about what I want to create over the next year. And I'm also getting ready to launch my group coaching program, Becoming You. And as I was thinking about the steps that are necessary in becoming who you really are or the best version of yourself, I was considering what is the first step, the first necessary step to becoming you. And I think it's getting clarity. Dictionary.com says clarity means clearness or lucidity as to perception or understanding freedom from indistinctness or ambiguity, the state or quality of being clear or transparent to the eye. Welcome to Love Liz, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to be yourself, find true love, and live your purpose. This is for all of you seekers with deep desires who are struggling with your own self-worth and figuring out how to make your dreams come true. I'm your host, Liz Newcomer, actor turned Enneagram coach, human design practitioner, wife and mama. I believe that who you are is enough to create the life and love you desire. Listen to find out why. I work a lot with dreams. I think as an Enneagram type four, the dreamer, that's part of my path. That's part of my journey. What I'm interested in is pursuing my dreams and then helping other people make their own dreams a reality. Where we often get stuck is not having clarity around what our dreams really are, what it is that we actually want. So in today's episode, let's talk about getting clarity. In my Manifesting Magic episode, I shared that one of the things that I want to manifest this year is consistently bringing in $10,000 a month. Now, how I got to that number has to do with my husband's amazing budgeting skills and really looking at what we need to support the lifestyle that we currently have and that we want for ourselves and our kids. So that number is clear. What isn't always clear is how to get there. I don't think that that's totally our job to figure out how to get there, but I think what is our job is to figure out how to clear the path so that that becomes inevitable. Last year, around May, June, I felt like I wasn't getting any new one-on-one clients. And I love working one-on-one with people. In Enneagram speak, I'm a one-to-one subtype, which means the majority of my energy goes into those connections, those intimate relationships. And even in my friendships, I thrive off just meeting together one-on-one, going for a walk in the park, grabbing coffee. I really love to focus on one person at a time. But it felt like something was blocking, something was in the way of me bringing on these new clients. I was confused as to what was going on, what sort of blocks maybe I inherently had that was keeping them from coming to me. And as I did some digging and investigation, I realized that I hadn't fully mapped out the onboarding of those clients. Just the journey of how do they find me? Where do they find me? What happens when they do find me? How do they book a consult call? What are the emails that they need to get? If they do want to work together, what's the follow-up email? How do they schedule? How do they make payment? How do they sign a contract? And because all of those details were fuzzy, I wasn't feeling confident on bringing anyone new on. I've had dozens of clients, 
but I wanted to up level as a coach and how I was showing up and just creating this whole path that felt really safe and secure for my clients. So I started putting focus and attention and energy into cleaning up all of those areas where I was confused, making things more simple, more clear. And then almost as if by magic, I got a whole slew of consult calls and referrals and ultimately clients. Now at the same time, while I was doing that with my business, I was also directing Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike with my theater company, Crescent City Stage. I have alternating determination in human design, which means the way that I take in and process information is processing one thing and then switching and alternating to the other thing and going back and forth. So I had these two different things going on. I had my directing and I had cleaning up the onboarding process and then bringing on these new clients. And also at that time, I booked a supporting role in an indie film. And I think because I had a few different things going on, it took away some of that anxious energy. You know, when you're just spinning your wheels and you're trying to figure out how to make something happen. And I guess this is like the beginning where you're confused and you're overwhelmed and you're trying, like you're just in that trying energy. (laughs) Well, because I was alternating my attention and I wasn't in that forcing, controlling energy, the path cleared clients came to me. And in July, when I was looking at my numbers, I looked back and I realized that I had brought in $10,000 of income that month. I had met my goal and I didn't, it didn't even feel like I was working harder or maybe I was working smarter. You know what I think working harder sometimes feels like? I always get the analogy of driving a car in mud and you're just gunning the gas and it just stays in the same place and you're working so hard to get it up and out of the mud. I feel like that's what working hard feels like. (laughs) If you're a generator in human design, which I think 70% of the world are generators, so chances are you might be a manifesting generator or a pure generator, but I'm a generator and we have so much energy to do the things that light us up and we attract things, people, experiences, relationships, situations to us because our aura is open and welcoming and bright. But when we use our energy towards things that don't light us up, we drain our battery. Back to the car analogy, you know, when you leave the car door open all night and the light was on and the battery's dead, that's basically what happens. So it's easy for us to get drained when we are saying yes to things that are actually no's for us. What was my point? Oh yes, working smarter when you're not clear. I think a lot of times we work really hard and we try, but we don't work smart. And there's an opportunity to shift the energy. In order to get clarity, you need to be in a state of receptivity, open to receiving that clarity. It's almost like inspiration. Those aha moments, they come not when we're in an active or a reactive stance, but often when we've cleared the clutter and there's space for that clarity to come in. So where might you be engaging in actions, being a try hard. When my former middle school students taught me that word, I was like, oh my God, I am the biggest try hard. (laughs) It's just (laughs) stamp that on my forehead. Um, But if you're confused, 
or if you're overwhelmed and you don't have clarity, I wanna invite you to look at it this way and maybe shift these things so that clarity can come to you. Whenever my students were working on memorizing lines or maybe they'd be worried about a test that they had studied for in the next class, and I gave them this analogy that when you are searching so hard for the answer to something, it usually escapes you. It's almost like you're trying to open a filing cabinet and you know that the answer is somewhere inside, but you just keep jiggling the the handle and it's stuck and it won't open. And again, you're draining your energy, you're draining your battery, and you're frustrated, and the answer still isn't coming to you. What I would work with my students on when they were really stressed out, when they were worried about their test, is we would do a meditation in drama class. Because you could feel like the buzz. They were all just looking at their notes. They were all testing each other. And I told them, if you want that answer that's inside that filing cabinet, the best thing you can do is Take your hand off the handle, take a deep breath, (sighs) relax, let go of the attachment to getting that answer, being in the unknown without making that mean something or like you're not going to get what you want. And then when you let go and then you go back to that filing cabinet, what you realize is that you never did that little, you know how you have to push your thumb in and then pull the cabinet at the same time? Well, you are in such a anxious state that you forgot to the simple mechanics of opening the drawer. And now that you're relaxed, you can, and it opens easily and you get your answer. And that whole process is so much more enjoyable and relaxing than banging your head against that filing cabinet. So when you're confused and you don't know what you want and you don't know how to get it or how to change or what your first step should be, I'd love to invite you to clear the clutter clean out the cobwebs, pare things down, simplify. I've had my kids home for 25 out of the past 30 days because of winter break, COVID, and a freeze warning in New Orleans. And so since we are all at home, and I really do like to be active and getting things done, but I can't really focus on my work because it's just a different mode that I get in. I did a lot of cleansing, clearing, organizing. And so I was actively engaged in that clearing, but I wasn't trying to get clarity. I was making way for it to happen. So I also started to realize that some of the ways that I was blocking myself from showing up to my business the way that I want to is that I was consuming other people's content other coaches, I was buying programs and then not using them or doing the work because I thought they were a magic pill and just by buying them that I would then see instantaneous results. And for me, this year feels like I have enough information. I have everything that I need to take the steps toward what I want and I don't need to add any extra baggage. It's just gonna weigh me down. And also I was going onto Instagram and just falling into the compare and despair trap. As a type four, my vice is envy, which means that I have a pattern of comparing myself to other people and feeling ashamed or less than, or like what I have is not enough. And I knew that those patterns are not going to help me reach my dreams. So I unfollowed a thousand people. (laughs) Anybody that would trigger my 
envy that would slow down my momentum, I just unfollowed. I cleaned out my email, got it down to zero. I simplified and organized my workspace. So I invite you to do that as well. Other ways that you can get clarity is anything that shifts your relationship to time and space, like meditation. What I love about meditation, and I'll include a getting clarity meditation in the show notes that I recorded for one of my clients, but I love that it gives you this access to space. And all of a sudden, your sense of urgency shifts. Yoga does that for me as well. Whenever the yoga teachers are like, there's nowhere else that you need to be except for right here and right now. It's true, but we convince ourselves that it's not. So meditation, yoga, walks, being in nature, or some other exercise where you really get engaged in your body, like dancing or running, always getting in our body or getting in our hearts helps us to let the dust settle in our minds, and then we're open to receiving that clarity. Journaling can do this as well, where you just let it all out, let all of your thoughts out so that they're not taking up any space anymore, and then you can see the forest for the trees. I wanna leave you with one final quote by Rainer Maria Rilke. I wanna beg you as much as I can, dear sir, to be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and to try to love the questions themselves, like locked rooms and like books that are written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers, which cannot be given to you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. One last thing I wanna share with you as a human design, practitioner. There are five energy types and each type has a strategy to use their energy in a way that is aligned for them where the energy then seems to flow. When we are blocked, confused, overwhelmed, and don't have clarity, a lot of times we are misusing our energy. Like the example I gave as a generator, focusing on things that were no's for me blocks that energy flow blocks me from receiving clarity or whatever manifestations I'm wanting to call in. So if you're a generator, your strategy is to respond. The world will bring you opportunities, people, things to respond to. And it's up to you to say yes to the things that you truly have energy for that really light you up and say no to everything else. That's the quickest way to get super clear. If you're a manifesting generator, you also are here to respond. And because you have that defined throat chakra, the manifesting aspect, you can also inform. When you are responding, make sure that it's things that bring you that spark of joy and a sense of freedom. If you're a manifester, your strategy is to inform and initiate. When you get that urge to bring a new vision to the world, you need to let people know about it and you need to start it. You are a fire starter. So if you're confused, it may be informing someone about your confusion. And that might be the thing that then starts to get you clear because then they tell you about something that they did that got them clear and then you're already on the path or talking about what is blocking you. If you're a projector, your strategy is to wait for the invitation. Allow yourself to be seen so that you are invited to share your wisdom. So if you feel stuck and unclear 
you may need to be seen. My good friend, Ariel Kylie, who's an incredible coach, she has a podcast and a program called Lady Quest. And in her most recent episode, Becoming Your Own Fairy Godmother, she is a projector. She shares the story of getting engaged and picking out an outfit where she could really feel seen and embody the energy that she wanted to step into the union with her husband. And as I was listening, I was like, yeah, she was letting herself be seen. So go out in the world, let yourself be seen and invited, and then things will start to shift. If you are a reflector, your strategy is to wait a full lunar cycle. You are here to be patient and to let things unfold and to give yourself a lot of time to get that clarity. I have my favorite planner is the Magic of Eye Planner. And they do so much information on moons and full moons, new moons, first quarter moon, last quarter moon. And so if you are a reflector, get yourself the magic of eye planner and start to notice how your energy shifts throughout that 28 day cycle and give yourself time and grace to get the clarity that you need. I hope this episode resonated with you. I hope you are taking away some practical ways to shift out of confusion and into clarity. And until next time, love, Liz. If you're at a turning point, a pivotal moment of your life where you feel that something is shifting, something is changing, maybe you're going through your Saturn returns, maybe you're getting over a breakup and you're really wanting to step into the highest version of yourself. I would love to invite you to check out my group coaching program, Becoming You. I'll guide you through the process of getting super clear on how you can change from being on autopilot, feeling like you have no idea how to make your dreams a reality. And I'm going to assemble you with a toolkit that no matter what it is that you want to call in, you have a roadmap. And what's most important is that you're becoming more and more of yourself. So I'd love for you to check out my program. Click the link in the show notes for more information and I hope to see you inside.